Welcome to Getting Curious. I'm Jonathan Van Ness, and every week I sit down for a gorgeous 30-minute conversation with an expert in something that makes me curious. This week, I am super curious about what it's like to be an Olympic figure skater. And Jesus Christ, we've got gorgeous... Well, actually, let me rephrase that. Thank you, Jesus Christ, because we have gorgeous Mariah Nagasu, bronze medal winning Olympic athlete, national champion. I mean, she... Resumes major, iconic figure skater, iconic person in studio and currently on Dancing with the Stars, which is why we are having this episode out today because we need you to vote for Mariah. Mariah Nagasu is killing it at ballroom, killing it at figure skating. Oh my God, so excited to have you here. And if any of you guys follow my Instagram, you would know that I'm super obsessed with Mariah, whom I lovingly refer to as Triple Axel Bay. Are you recording? Okay. Are you recording? Well, uh, Mariah, Can I just... Can you give me some lessons in attitude? Because apparently I need more of those. Wait, listen. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? That was it. That was oh the Nikki Yamaguchi shout out. Um, wow. Mariah, um, so the opposite of chill is what I have to, yes. to have you here today. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Um, well, I want to take you back to um, uh, the Olympics mm-hmm. and not the part that you think that I'm going to ask you about, which is uh, your skate. It is about the moment when you first acknowledged me on Instagram and I was on my couch <laughs> And I remember, like, yesterday, I had been DMing you, like, every day, just mm-hmm. support, 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 because I was just, like, really here for you. Actually, even before that, we're going back. Oh, throwback. We're going back to nationals. Okay. I have never cried so hard watching a live figure skating competition in all my life. Aww. Because, like, I very specifically remember watching you in nationals when you were an 18-year-old little baby girl in 2008. Like, I very specifically remember it. Babe, I was 14. She was 14? Okay, well, whatever. When you were 14, but I remember you watching that. I remember watching you in that <laughs> national. But in my head, you were 18, but I love that you were 14. Yeah, because you were a little baby. <laughs> no. That's how that's how old you were no on my quilt. Let's you're... make note of that. They, well, you, you, were, you were a baby. Things were a lot easier back then. Oh, is it hard? Because it's the harder to twist when, when you have... Well, obviously, right? Like titties. <laughs> <laughs> it is they don't harder. Help. They don't because it's just like they help in real life, but not in the skate athletic life. scene. Wow. Yeah. Well, I just have to say, uh, you know, congrats on at nationals. It was like a really gorgeous skate. Like Thank I cried. You. It was like everything. I did too. Did you? I mean, you saw me crying on TV, right? Well, like, then the kiss and cry, but you didn't mm-hmm. like right when you finished. Oh, I was crying. You did. Happiness. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, because you were just nervy. All of it. Like, you work so hard for that moment, and you just don't ever know if it's going to happen. And so people work so hard just to make it to the Olympic team. And, you know, people have bad days. And I think that's what I I learned this term from you, stand for, from you. Mm-hmm. Are people who, like, get up and keep going even though they fall. And I think a lot of people think of athletes. Like, I think of Michael Phelps and really respect him because – I can't even count how many gold medals he has, but for some of us, just making it to the team is enough. Like, we work our entire lives, and we're not as beastly, and so I think I represent people who fall but keep going and don't give up. And so, yes, there will be people who will tell me that the bronze medal isn't a win, but for me— I know! No one's ever said that to your face. 
And if they have, then I want their fucking Instagram handles and their address. And I will, will find their address. Will you go for them? Yes. Attack them. Like, literally, I will toe-pick them Miranda right in Gossett, their neck. represented by Jonathan, uh, honey, coming for you. I am not. I, I, I just think that's crazy. It's like... The, anyone, what, whatever. I mean, I, this is why I love you because, like, um, to be honest, Queer Eye is a little before my time, and then, like, all of a sudden, everyone's like, JVN at JVN is like really standing you, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, world, but what is Queer Eye? And then I watched your show, I watched your video, and more than you helping people, by the way, I need a haircut because... Oh, my God. We're doing that. We're already doing that. Don't worry. We got that. During the podcast? That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, just your personality. I love what you represent and, like, how you're helping people, but you're also so much fun. And talking to you, like, you're just always so positive and bubbly, and I think the world needs more of that. Well... That's not how I felt on the night of the ladies' long skate because not. I mean, I was a. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. yes, of course, yeah, like, yeah, like, like I, not because I'm obsessed with you and I'm obsessed with your long skate and I'm like, it was perfect. Except for, I do feel that mm-hmm. I feel that Yevgenia should have won over that little baby Alina. Mm, but um, you know what, Jonathan, Alina did a triple Lutz triple loop. Or triple flip, triple loop. After the half, so that she was like ten percent more. Yeah, and, and that's they just really tied hard. In the in the long, they like, tied in they the long. They tied in the long, and literally that, like triple, triple in her short program because loop combos are like a tiniest bit more than toe combos, and Yevgenia goes for toe combos, and Alina did loop, and that's okay. Wait, wait, wait! Too fast, too fast, too fast. Okay. So, the difference. Okay, wait. So, toe loop <laughs> versus a the, loop a, jump. Okay, so toe loop versus a loop for the combination. So, because yeah. in a toe loop, you would like use your pick to like go up for the second one, and a loop you wouldn't, so it's harder. That's what they say, but you know, like people like certain elements. Like I like toe better than loop, and so I would be like, you know what, girl deserved to win. Loop is way harder. But maybe for Alina, like, sh- loop is Okay, I'm so harder. sorry, and I'm being so fucking basic right now, but I just really have to break this down because, like, okay. I really want to understand, like, a professional fit or, like, a... Okay, like, so, uh, like, in the short program, we have three jumps. One is a combo. One is an axle-type jump. Yes. That's your, Where your thing. triple is, yes. And one is a solo triple. Yes. And so um, the combo, you have to do either a triple-double or triple-triple. Yeah. And so to, like, get all those points, you want to do triple-triple. And then each... Triple is has like a base value, and that's what the judges, the tech right. panel, inputs into the system. Then the judges are like, um, based on grades of execution, they give the jump like a plus three, so you can get up to a three extra points or minus three, which is when you're like you fell fall. or put a hand yes. down. Mm-hmm. It's ugly. Um, so my question for you is for the combination, and mm-hmm. so like if it's like a triple like triple flip triple loop or a triple flip triple toe yeah the loop is harder because when you're like landing like you don't use your other foot to like jump off the ground you're it's like a single bent leg that you're coming back up off of yes the toe you get to like pick into the ice and like create that yourself up but the loop is all about that edge so you like land and you have to go right back up yeah yes yes. which to me i feel like tara lipinski is the first one who like in my memory did the triple triple loop in competition was like really like she was killing it Mm -hmm. actually tara it was really good. Like she, she was did, really she good at triple like, triple loops. Yeah, and she did like half loop side. Yes, like, yes. I, but you know what? She was ahead of her time. She was ahead of her time. But you know what I have to say about that half loop sal combo. Yeah. What? Um, in general, I don't really like it. I don't love it. Like, 
not a fan either. Yeah. But I don't like sow cows. I went through a seven-year period where I boycotted the jump. Now, I do love a sow cow by itself. I love that little, mm. like, wraparound from the outside it's moment. It's fun to say, too. Yeah, it is fun to say. I feel like <laughs> I remember Michelle Kwan's being, like, something that I loved, but I was always nervous for. Like, sometimes yeah. it was, like, at the end of her program, I was like, oh, my God. But then it was, like, but she always got it together. But I, I really love her, too. But, like, she Michelle was, like, loved the triple-toe, triple-toe combo. She did, which is also what that Kim Kardashian of Canada loves. You know that, that she's that Kim Kardashian Canadian girl who's like really good at triple toes, triple oh, toes, but she fell in the Olympics. Gabby was like really Gale-Man. Yes. Yeah. She's fierce. At a, I feel like she could do a triple toe, triple toe over my head. Yeah. She's very strong. Yeah. Really strong. Yeah. Really, like, really strong. She warms up backstage. She is always wearing those crop tops because she is not afraid to like show off her, her body. Obliques. because Yes. Because she is working it. Yeah. So, she, like, yeah. There's a reason she jumps like. Um, up to the ceiling, and it's because she's like a core. Yeah, yeah, core, core, core. We love a core. We love a strong core. We, I we love an apple core too. I'm so. Do we? Yeah, we do. Okay. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. My obsession for you keeps growing on like the 10 second. Like it oh, keeps getting worse, like more intense. Until I'm a little bit clever sometimes, <gasps> and also sometimes I just like talk shit out of my ass. Uh, I do, too. I do that, too. I do That's that, too. That's why we, like, connected right away, though, right? Um, it, yes. So let's go back a little bit, because I can't think of another skater who made the team, did American skater, who mm-hmm. made the team, didn't make it, came back, made it, and meddled. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder you. if we could look that up and see if that, because ha- I feel like in 94, Boitano and that other boy came back out but of retirement. don't forget, they did that whole switcheroo. So yeah, the like, 94, 92, no, 90- so they got a double, and yes. it was, yeah, yeah. Because actually, you know, I think about a lot of gymnasts in the 1994 era who I was like, they could, because like if they would have gone the other way, like mm-hmm. that would have like, the Magnificent Seven would have been different. And like, you know, if they would have done like a double summer, it would have been like different when they, you know, got them syncopated like off years. Yeah. But I still kind of appreciate that because I really like having an Olympics every other year because like I stand on the Olympics. So it's kind of nice Aww. to have it like, I'm like obsessed with the Olympics. Like You could get the rings tattooed on you. Well, I'm not... I think that's more of like an Olympian thing. Mm, you know, I'm not. I don't have those though. Like, I, and you know, I kind of support that because when you're you. when you're like 58, do you want to have Olympic rings tattooed on you? I don't know. Maybe you do. Uh, that might be saggy by then. They'll be ovals, and I don't know if I can support <laughs> that. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a, I have an honest question. Yes. Um, so like 2014 Sochi, 18. Like, how is it with like? I mean, I'm like, in 14 with Ashley and Sochi, I loved everything that she did because mm-hmm. she was like the only one that was like, no, Putin, I won't be quiet. And I was like, mm-hmm. I love you for that. There's a reason to admire people who like take a stance on things, especially in the figure skating community, because we're taught to be super accepting and like we're told to pretend we're perfect and, you know, like... It's to, kind of ballet dancer-ish. Yeah, and to reveal that we have a flaw or we're injured, like, that makes us seem vulnerable and nobody has time for that. And so I support people who know and can be proud of what they represent and stand for. Yeah, and I, lo- I love that. And I mm-hmm. think that vulnerability is, like, what is makes you strong and makes you beautiful. And I think that there's, like, more of a interest in, in and across sport for there to be more vulnerability and authenticity and transparency. So that's really cute. But when you have, you know, 
a set amount of people like vying for a certain amount of spots like because I know for me like with Queer Eye for instance like when we got into like the final like there was 10 vying for 5 spots oh my god can you tell me how you auditioned I'm looking for a TV show too oh my god how can I help honey you already people? landed one you're already on Dancing with the Stars you already landed your first it's a the first of many show four weeks is plenty honey for you to like just vault a triple axle and single foot landing your next TV show honey so oh, it's- Alan tried to do the triple axle with me and I was like um Mm, we're gonna need some blades and ice. Yeah, I, well, I'm really good at. Um, I have like a really beautiful double toe loop, single toe loop on the ground in socks. Um, I also oh. have a really strong single axle on the ground on socks. If you can do it on the ground, you can do it on ice. Well, I'm I'm not as good on ice. For I'm not. I, do you yeah. have good skates though? Because no. if you don't have good skates, if you go to like Dick's Sporting Goods and buy <laughs> your skates, then you're not gonna have ankle support. But okay, but wait, but so like, how is it for you? Like when you're in a competition and you're like, I have to beat you to get to where I want to go and there's all of this like baggage because like you've been competing against each other for a long time and I'm sure she's not the only one in your career where you've like had a rivalry with so like is it hard to separate like a personal relationship from like a competitive relationship like when you're in the thick of it because for me I found that it was like at first I loved him like the one who was like the top one but then Mm -hmm. when it like when it got really down to it I was like don't look at me don't come within five feet of me like I can't look at you while I'm trying to slay you. So just please trying don't... Trying to be your best. Yeah. yeah. I totally get that. And there will be times when my competitors will say things that they don't mean to come off as uh, offensive or... And they're not shooting daggers at me, but sometimes they land their blow on me. And so I think that it's most important to um, remember that they're just trying to represent themselves to the best of their ability. And... Yeah, it sucks. But I think, especially with Ashley, I think at the end of it all, we've been through so much together that, yes, I want to beat her all the time. And I want to be my best. And if that means being better than her, and that's what I have to do, I will work towards that goal um, full force. But at the same time, we relate on so many things because we're very similar people. Like, uh, she does have a little bit of a better fashion sense than I do I'll give her that but like we love skating and she's a great competitor she is also so mentally strong it's amazing and and so I admire that about her um I thought she handled it like really 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 gracefully and yeah and And it's okay to be upset with how the decision was made 100 percent. I was super upset in 2014 I wish you could physically see me right now because yes, <laughs> like which which makes you all the much more inspiring because like on paper you should have gone and you should have and the, and you know I think that that's and also like that is I will not be held to fifteen minutes on this. This isn't the producer is telling me that we've been fifteen minutes in. I don't. <laughs> this is the thing about getting curious this week, kids. I have my idol here, so it might be a little bit longer and. Babe, you will, let's keep it going. Yeah. So just give me to do that again. This is my end. first podcast, yeah. guys, and like I love it. I I can't stop talking. Like, look at me. I'm like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, wave at me again in like five to seven minutes. Okay. So, um, you guys, I've like never treated Colin like that in my life, but I'm just like really in love with Mariah right now. So that's the truth that we're living. So, um, so and, and and you know, I think that's the hard thing about sports to have like such a subjective piece to them. Yeah. But prior to Sochi, like, had you? ever been training a triple axel like was- i did it for like shits and giggles but not necessarily like seriously i did it because like 
my double axle was hella good and I loved it. And then like sometimes I just be like, oh, let me just see what will happen if I stay in a little bit longer. And then I w- like went like really um, depressed basically. After Sochi. I, yeah, because I was like I'm not good enough. And, you know, you just have a time period where you're like down in the dumps because something that gave you like so much happiness that something – so beautiful it could also cause you so much pain that was just really a rough time for me but then to to consciously come to the decision that like I wasn't going to let someone else's decision like stain my love for skating and then that I was going to literally give it my all for the next cycle um I feel like I did a good thing and I really um hope that message comes across to other people that um, you don't have to be perfect all the time. You just have to get up and keep going and, like, good things will, like, come to those people. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jonathan's crying right now because he really relates because, like, that is what Queer Eye is about, right? No, girl, this is not about Queer Eye. Like, this is about – that is – you know, I just – It's about helping people or, like, who need a little bit of help. And no, like, it's about being really inspired by your strength. I mean, to – I'm not always this strong. No, though. but to work your whole life to – I mean, and it's, like, not to compare it to uh, Tanya Harding, but, I mean, I saw I, Tanya obviously, and, mm-hmm. and to – because it's not, like, a different panel of judges every competition. So it's, like, you worked that whole season and everyone saw how you were doing and then to have them make that decision. And how old were you? after Sochi? I was 20. Now Which, I'm, well, I was 24 in Pyeongchang, but now I'm 25. And that's a quarter of a century old. I was aware that's a quarter century old. I know. They, they, I like <laughs> saying that. It makes me feel really wise. Um, but, and I've got a lot to learn still. But there's no, I can't think, I mean, there's not very many people who would train their whole life and come, you got fourth in Vancouver, which is like like uh, I know like, it so, really like, is uh, like it's like so and then to be like done like that in Sochi and cause it was like like Ashley and then Paulina and Gracie yeah gr- yes and then it was like that was, that was like the t- literally the Olympics was like her international debut and I think that was what was also really frustrating is that I had been around for so long and I'm and seasoned then, and I'm like a fourth plate like what are you talking about yes yeah it's really it's it's yeah, really gross. Mommy doesn't like. But for you to find the strength after Sochi and decide – so 14, did you come straight back into competing in 15? Were you still like, huh, I'm not sure? And then you did 16 or like what 16 was 16 your- was when I went to Vancouver. Then um, I went through puberty and – Wait, you went to Vancouver in 2016? 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. 16. Oh, when you were 16. Then, um, then it, things got a little bit rough because my body changed and I had to really work harder to get back into shape. Um, and so there were a couple, a few, um, maybe like five years of rough, rough years, but I was like finding myself too. You know how like people have to like find their calling and like what they want to do. Like it took me a little bit longer than most people to get to that point, but then I committed after Sochi. So like it was awful and it sucked. And even now thinking about it, it's like. Um, I don't know if you saw my exhibition after that nationals where I literally cry to, through the entire thing. But um, I still cry when I watch that <laughs> of myself. Um, to, like, go through all of that, that is my message to people. Like, just keep going. Also, can I just say that um, I met Tan 
you fa- we FaceTimed yeah. you and and he said that you made him cry, but um, I love that you're crying right now. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that really, I mean, hearing you like tell that story like in front of my faces, that makes me want to cry. Okay, Colin, we'll take a fucking break. We'll, we'll take a little break. <laughs> HelloFresh is a gorgeous meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers these gorgeous pre-planned meals that you just have to cook up, you whip them up, but it's so much easier to whip up when somebody already portioned it, delivered it, got it to your door, and they didn't just get it to your door, honey. Each box is made up of responsibly intended ingredients that are carefully selected from these gorgeous farms with really high standards, so we love that story. You can eat your gorgeous HelloFresh knowing that it came from the best places. Yay! And you can rediscover the excitement of cooking because with HelloFresh, it comes with this little like guide, step-by-step, picture-by-picture, so you really can't get messed up. You can't be like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing, because she literally tells you what to do every step along the way. I am not a gorgeous cook, honestly, and I could even do it in such a simple way. And my mom also uses HelloFresh. She's not, uh, I mean, well, you know, mom, I love you so much and you are really good. But if, if my mom and I can do HelloFresh, you can really do it. It sorts itself out. It's so easy. And she's, like I was saying, she's really just simple and convenient. She's not a chore. When you know that you don't have to go to the grocery store and just schlep through all those aisles and think of recipes that you want to make, it just, you're like, oh my gosh, Yay. It really cuts down the prep time. It cuts down the think time, and it makes it simple and convenient, and I just love that story. Another thing about it that I love is I live between New York and L.A. I'm a busybody. What you can do on HelloFresh is you go into your account. It's so simple. You can customize the delivery dates, and you can pause. You can do whatever you need to do so that it goes seamlessly with your normal schedule. So cute. and customize it. Get that healthy food that you need. And this is the best part, bearing the lead, Jonathan, as per usual— to save $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. That is literally saving you a $30 off your first week. If you don't want to save $30 off your first week, I don't know what your problem is, but I mean, come on, it's so cute. Like, let's save $30 together. What you're going to do is you're going to mind your own business. You're going to go to HelloFresh.com slash JVN30 and enter JVN30. Again, mind your own business. Go to HelloFresh.com slash JVN30 and type in JVN30 for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. And, you know, just try her. She really is gorgeous. She's glamorous. She tastes amazing. It's really good food. And you save money. You save time. You save energy. And you get to, like, really show yourself some self-care with some really nice food. So try HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash JVN30 and enter JVN30. Welcome back to Getting Curious. We are with Mariah Nagasu, bronze medal winning Olympic athlete, national champion. Just wait, have you ever placed in Worlds? No, I haven't. That's eluded me. But actually, um, in 2010, I won the short program. So I have a little penny sized medal. Um, and then I freaked out that I won the short and I literally think I fell on every jump in the long because I couldn't keep it together. So this year I remember after the Olympics like worlds were right after that so was that like that in 10 too? Did like worlds happen after Vancouver? Yes. And then but then this time you were like I'm good on that like I'm a bronze medal winning like actress I don't need to do that I'm I'm good on that. I like actress. Yeah. I went out there to the world championships to just really enjoy my skating and um you know, after the Olympics, I got to go to the Oscars, um, and I wanted to do as much media as I could because I love the media. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. Like, I can't ever 
shut up. So, um, but I'd no like one to... wants you to. Thank you. No one wants you to. But wait, so I, I, not to keep harping on uh, your triple, but mm-hmm. I do because like this is the closest thing that I can compare it to, which is like nothing like a triple mm-hmm. axel. But um, I like grew up really wanting to do gymnastics and wanting to be able to tumble. And I was like deathly scared of going backwards. And mm-hmm. then I could do all this like forward tumbling, but I couldn't go backwards. And then like my coach was like, I've never really seen someone with like less natural ability. Like you're never going to learn like how to tumble backwards. Like just stop coming to gymnastics. Like it's not going to happen. And then my stepdad, like three years later, like took me on a diving board and was like, you're going to fucking dive off this diving board backwards. And he just like manhandled me into like a back dive. <laughs> and I was like, and after that I wasn't scared of it anymore. Yeah. And then I like got tumbling on a trampoline. And then I tried out for cheerleading on like a dare when I was in like uh, eighth grade, like for ninth grade. And I made it and I fell in love with it, but I wanted to cheer you around and competitively, but I couldn't tumble like on the gym floor. Mm-hmm. And so once I'd been like tumbling on the trampoline backwards for a long time, I was like, I was like, you're never going to get this on the gym floor. Like, you can't even do a round-up back handspring, like, on a spring floor, let alone, like, a, like a hardwood floor. Like, you're never going to get this. And I remember, like, cr- literally crying myself to sleep because I was like, you will – you're not a tumbler. Like, you're six feet tall. Like, you're weak. You don't – like, you, your body's not meant to do this. And then I finally got it after training, like, six days a week for, like, six months. And then I finally got it. And, like, mm-hmm. I finally got to, like, show all those, like, little cheer bitches, like, that I could. And, like <laughs> – and I was coming for, like, their varsity spot on fucking basketball. So I would be a year-round cheerleader. So you better watch the fuck out. And I finally got it. And – but that was like in a little town in the middle of America. Like no one was watching. I mean, some people were watching it, but not really anyone. So mm-hmm. for you to kind of, you know, work so hard and then, you know, make it and then still somehow come up short because of like politics and, you know, people judging, you know, perform. It's just really because of the subjective side of figure skating and to have the strength to be like, you know what? Not only am I going to come back, but I'm, I'm actually going to train a triple and uh, which no one else is doing, mm-hmm. which just to give you guys a little bit of history on the triple axel. Um, so, like, Midori Ito was the first person that ever landed in competition. Yes. I was obsessed with her when we were little, but she was also probably a little bit before your time. But I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever saw her escape. She's super fierce. She's the nicest person, by the you way. You met her IRL? Yes. <gasps> what was that like? Uh, she's so cute and so little that you just want to hug her because she's literally, like, the size of this table. Like, uh, short, height-wise. Um, so, there was her. And then Tanya landed it. Uh, mm-hmm. She landed at National. She landed, like, the Intercontinental something. Uh, Skate America, Yeah, right? Skate, yeah. And, the, yeah <laughs> and, then, and then no one did it again until Mao Asada, right? Yeah. But you know what I didn't know about her? Because I just rewatched the Sochi Long Skate. Yeah. I didn't know that she did triple axle double toe. She did two triple axles, yeah. Yeah. She is really outgoing. Have you ever done a triple axle double <laughs> toe? I bet you have. I have. I've gone for a triple axle triple toe, but... Uh, never. One was enough for my mental capacity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, uh, like I'm sure someone has asked you, but like, do you do you do you want to keep? Do you feeling good? You want to keep going? You want to keep trying? What are you What are you feeling? Right now, I have my hands full with Dancing with the Stars. I'm literally training, like four plus hours a day for it because um, I have a really competitive partner and. He wants to help me look the best that I can. And I guess um, (laughs) um, I have to keep training like I was training for the Olympics to be a ballroom dancer. How different is it from figure skating? Oh, my God. I can't even tell you. And people are like, you're going to be so good. And I'm like, I'm going to be good if I am because I work really hard. And so I haven't really had time to think about it, but maybe I should get a podcast because I love this so much. Oh my god, am I like watching an obsession like happen right in front of my eyes? Oh my god. 
But you know it's what? It's like hoarders. But can I get? Oh, <laughs> how is this like hoarders? Because <laughs> you won't be able to get me out of the room. And like, oh, cute, cute, like, cute. Yeah, yeah. All this stuff will pile up, and you'll come in, and you, I'll. I'll I'm still be just here. like a little like old baby lady in like 80 years, like just talking to herself <laughs> I'll in a corner, like, uh, dropping into everyone's podcasts, and Colin will be like, "I can't get this girl. Out. <laughs> what um, a mistake." Well, we would be really lucky if that happened to us. Um, but I'm I'm going back to. Uh, uh, unsolicited advice for Dancing with the Stars from me mm-hmm. to you. I feel like people wouldn't necessarily expect for you to be like the most like personality ass bitch out there. Just give them fucking face. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. give them facial, like facials, wow. big eyes, big smiles, face, face, face. And on those little packages, honey, I need to laugh. I need to cry. I need to be like in your heart and soul like the day after when you and Adam climbed up on that roof and ate in and out like on those little like vignettes that they do and like you need to make me laugh you need to make me cry I need to be so attached so devastated so in love and then when you're giving me that dance I just need like so much Mariah face Mm -hmm. and then when you think that you can't give any more Mariah face more like it's Whoa. it's so much fucking face. I don't even know face. how to take that all in. Because your body's gonna look so sick. Like your body's gonna make the shapes. It's about like how you're gonna sell that shit. Like you yeah. have to like tell a story with your gorgeous face, I'm which by be... the way is so pretty in real life. I can't even handle how stunning you, you are. You're literally so stunning. This is me after I've melted my face off because of rehearsals. But um, I've been really working on getting my chemistry with Alan, my partner. Yes. And- um, oh, because is that what it's about too? It's like about it's like about like how like sexy your chemistry is together, sort of. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. And I'm not used to that. And I have the salsa, and he's like, "Babe, move Ooh. your hips, be sexy." And I'm like, I really don't know how to do that. Okay, wait. Oh, here's another piece of unsolicited advice mm-hmm. for you. So I've been doing a lot of photo shoots lately, be like for the gram, and like just trying to like you know make the content. And I always thought that I was a very good like America's Next Top Model sort of like I always yeah. thought I could like take a really Smiling. fierce picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I was doing this photo shoot with this lady, and I. Really Realize that I have like literally four looks. Like on my best day, I, I, I can do four things. And I never, <laughs> but I never knew until like this one photo shoot. And so I was mm-hmm. talking to my friend Denise about it, who's been on this podcast. I love you so much, Denise. And she was like, "Hun, like, how many looks did you do that day?" And I was like, "There was like eight, and I only can do four looks." And she was like, "Well, you're wrong because when you're trying on these different outfits, like you're really not being yourself. Like you have to tell a story through the clothes. Like let the clothes tell a story, and then you're playing that part. So okay. if you're feeling kind of like surfery or whatever, like in a surfer outfit, like." Get, like give surfer like don't make shapes that Jonathan would make like be Jonathan as a surfer like be yourself so maybe that will like because like maybe Mariah isn't that like hippie or like that sexy yeah. with salsa but when she puts on that little red salsa dress like be oh but character. she is yeah be like be more of a character like that salsa Mariah's like nasty like she's a wait what's oh your partner's God, name Alan yeah you can't get enough of Alan honey you just like want to just swing those <laughs> hips all over his hips and just it's hot in yeah here. just get some habanero <laughs> peppers and just just smear them all over everybody because she's so fucking hot can't even um, handle it I'm dancing to Megan Trainor. I love her. <laughs> I've never met her, but um, oh, I haven't either. But I did. I did a Spotify takeover for her new album. It's really good. Oh, I'm gonna go take a, a gander at that. Yeah, um, but I think my character will be Megan, and I know that she loves unicorn onesies. But I'm wearing almost next to nothing, a bedazzled nothingness. So I think um, I'm gonna take your advice, and I'm gonna be Megan Nagasu. <gasps> And all about that showmance with Alan for my minute and 20 seconds. Is that your first – is this your first dance? Yes. Okay. And Mm -hmm. when are we performing it? On the 30th of uh, April, 8, 7 Central. Make sure you vote because I've been really working 
my ass off. There, we're going to be on the gram hitting your voting really hard. Don't like even oh worry. Like, I'm, I'm counting on it's you. Don't. I'm literally the president of the Mariah fan club. Like we're killing this. Uh, wait. So growing up, when did you know that you wanted to be a figure skater? Like, who were you obsessed with? Like when's the first time that you knew you wanted to be a figure skater? Like how did that happen? And, like, what's your family do? Doesn't your mom and dad own, like, a sushi-like thing? Yeah. Um, maybe we can take the podcast with us, and then we could, like, eat sushi while we do it and, like, talk about Oh, my God, you're already producing. Bursts of flavors because um, my parents make bomb-ass sushi and also ramen, which is so random, but— um, but so you grew up with like working or you humble, gr- yeah, humble beginnings. Like, people will be like, did you do chores? And I'm like, yeah, girl, I, like, bust those— dishes and I washed them and I I slept in the storage closet of my parents restaurant because we couldn't afford a babysitter and then um like because I had to sleep my mom was like really adamant about like eight to nine hours of sleep that's why you look so good honey you're aging so well honey yeah honey she got but enough rest but anyway I'm the same I'm still the same way like I don't get that much sleep anymore I have to I get so grumpy like I have to sleep yes this doesn't happen without sleep Mm -hmm. um Yeah, like, I would, like, sleep there, and then my dad would pick me up and, like, take me home and put me in bed. So I'd sleep, fall asleep in the restaurant and then wake up at home and then wake up to go skating. And I did that until my dad physically couldn't carry me anymore and dropped me on my head. And then he was like, it's time for you to start staying home by yourself. You can be home alone now. Oh, that's cute story. Yeah. And that was like in Southern California, right? Yeah, Arcadia. So you grew up in Arcadia, which is also where um, there's another figure. Isn't Sasha Co- Someone else is from Arcadia. Uh, she started skating at the Pasadena Figure Skating Center, and I started skating there too. Like she did her like first session. Does Karen there. Chen skate from who else skates in Arcadia? Mm, like there was someone else from Arcadia. No, no, she's from Fremont, which is the same as Christy Yamaguchi. Uh, but yes. California is a haven for those skaters because it's so hot that people like do a vacay to the ice rink and then oh, yeah. they like stay cool. Yeah, you have to. So how old were you when you realized – like when did you go figure skating for the oh, first time? I was five. Um, actually, my dad really loves to golf and he wanted me to become a professional golfer. He was mm. like, my the scholarships in golf are real. And so I have photos of me before I can even walk um, playing with like plastic golf balls. And my dad is like in the back room like actually practicing. And he's like, oh, look, this was your calling and then my mom, it rained in California, and my mom was like, oh, let's go skating. <gasps> Thank God for your mom. And to this day, my dad says, ah, that was a day that my dreams were canceled. I ended. mean, golf is not an Olympic. Well, I think it was. It is. Okay, it is well, now. whatever. I don't, whatever. I'm really committed to your figure skating career, and I'm, like, really in love with your mom for doing that. So when you were five and you went mm-hmm. figure skating for the first time, like, like, when was the first Olympics you remember watching? Uh, ooh, uh, Taryn Michelle, that rivalry, Nagano. Okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay. I have a lot of really strong feelings around this one. E- it's hard to watch. I had to just, I act, I literally like once a year go back and rewatch it mm-hmm. just to like, I mean, actually just this year for the first time I rewatched it and for the first time like didn't have such like blistering rage that I like didn't kick the TV because I was like, oh, like now, I feel like subjectively, like I don't know what changed in the last year, but I was like, I do, all of a sudden, I feel like she did. Like she beat her that time, but overall, like in terms of like fairness for career, yeah. I feel like 
I think they're both doing great, though. They're both winning at life. No, so. yes, I know, I know, I know. But I'm, <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, when it comes to figure skating and gymnastics, it's, like, my one, like, heterosexual. Like, I'm, you know, like, like that's how I can understand, like, how straight guys freak out when their team loses. Because, like, mm-hmm. like, that's how I get with, like, people who I love. Like, I just get so, like, I'm, I'll skating. be, like, devastated for, like, days. Like, I, like, I, like, when you landed your triple, I was like, ah, oh, I'm good. Like, I knew she wanted that. And that's all I, I just wanted her to get that, and she got it, so I was good. You know, it was like mm-hmm. great. Um, but Michelle, she wanted that little baby cold, and so sometimes I just, you know, and, and I, uh, I just Tara Bear was like, and but actually, Tara's doesn't piss me off as much as Sarah Hughes's. Mm-hmm. Really, even though I know Michelle fell then, but like, fuck, mm-hmm. like Michelle, like just to me, like Michelle Tara has, like she never even went to Worlds. Oh, she didn't. No, I didn't know that. She literally won nationals. Won the Olympics, had, like, the best skate of her life, like, in her hometown. Yes. Like, just was like, fuck it. I'm just going to throw this. And when she went to Harvard. Yeah. And, you know, she's she's probably, like, a really sweet girl. I just – you know what else I realized about not only politicians but um, figure skating? Yeah, what? It's political. Well, that, that too. But also, like, if there's something about, like, the aesthetic that works for me, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I'm obsessed. Like, Hillary Clinton. Loved her blow dry. Loved it as a little kid. Loved her forever. Can't help it. That – Sarah Hughes' haircut for some reason. It was iconic, though. She brought back, like, the Dorothy Hamill and the Peggy Fleming. No, yeah, but for me, like, in, like, eighth grade, it wasn't. Oh, it went know. over my head. I wasn't here for oh. it. I was, like, I was, maybe I was, like, in ninth grade, but I was just, it just further made me upset about Michelle. Like, I just was really pulling for Michelle. I know. And I used to think that I was Michelle Kwan because, like, she grew up in California. And, like, and you grew up in California. And her parents had a restaurant, too. And, and your parents had a restaurant. I know. But and she's a figure. And you're a figure. I know. But you love her, too, right? Like, she is genuinely the nicest person I've ever met and like I hope you get to one day meet her because you will literally cry for hours. Well she has not been as forthcoming on the gram I have tagged her many a time on an Insta story because I'm just she's on my quilt too I'm obsessed with her that Vera Wang powder blue Nagano long skate Mm -hmm. outfit is something that still you know comes to me in my sleep when I need to be comforted just like the silhouette of it. She's busy working for Hillary. I don't think she's working for her anymore. I know. Yeah. Maybe. But she's just busy in general. Again. She's like doing like all the I Special want Olympics Hillary things. To run again. I actually think she's going to. She's oh, she's yeah. acting like someone who's going okay, to. As good. much as people keep saying that they think that she's not, I it's think that she is. Time. But the other thing, I agree that it's time. But now I'm like terrified if she does run, we're going to lose again. And I'm like, oh my god. Like I mean, I love Hill Hill. I, mm-hmm. She was my first presidential vote. I voted for her against Barack in the primaries. And you she thought, did. yes, she was my first presidential vote ever. I really, really like her. Mm-hmm. Um, one step at a time, girl. Yeah, one step. And there's no need to rush. You know that Jordan Sparks song? <laughs> yes. It's like learning to fly. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Is there a judge that, because you know, like, it's like, you, you kind of know the judges, right? Like how in I, Tanya, we learned, it's like, it's like similar judges. Like there's always yeah, like. Yeah, but I've never like gone out to the parking lot. No, of course like, not. What am I doing wrong? I have. But is there ever one who you're like, you fucking to, like, bitch? Like, is there ever one in your head where like that mm-hmm. fucking bitch is here again? Like she's always giving me five fucking seven for artistic impression, even though I'm selling the shit out of this. I know that we don't score on a six point scale anymore, but you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, there are always people, judges who are harder um, than others, but. Have you found any tactics as far as, like, when you're taking the ice and doing that really fierce thing, like, that you do when you, like, are deciding where you're going to, like, you know, Mm -hmm. how you, like, skate out and you're, like, I'm just, like, when you're coming into yourself, like, when you're about to take, like, your first starting position and then do you ever, like, make eyes with, like, that one fucking judge who you know is an asshole and just be, like, I'm going to triple this axle so fucking hard down your throat right now? You know what? I try to make contact with all of those judges and I'm, like, give me the points because 
I'm standing you right now. And the thing, um, I'm going to bring back Dancing with the Stars because I, I'm, um, everyone has dress rehearsals on Sunday night before the show, but I have a Stars on Ice show uh, that night, so I'll be taking a red eye. And so we, uh, Adam and I got to like go into the studio and like run what are uh, like a little dress rehearsal without the dress. But I literally asked Alan, I was like, why aren't we facing the judges and he was like this is for tv babe like you have to do it for the camera and i was like oh so the camera is my judge oh yeah because it's more of like the people you need the people you got to sell it to the people yes yeah that makes sense i'm gonna look right into the lens and sell it yes sell it that you should yes and just pretend like it's like the judge that just like will not like she's just like always giving you like a two like a two for execution when you know that that like artistic impression's a three yeah you know Bullshit. Um, <laughs> it's so so upsetting. Um, so then, okay, great. So then, what was your favorite competition that you've ever like skated? And when what was like your yeah, it was like your favorite, probably the Olympics, right? Or no? Oh my god, the team event was my absolute favorite because I was, was like full on panicking. Like if you think about it, we work our entire lives. Like you asked me when I knew I wanted to become an Olympic figure skater, I can't even answer that because I've been skating for so long that I don't even know a point in my time where I wasn't skating and so like the olympics just kind of fell into that so to work our entire lives for this moment and then you know we go out there alone as single skaters um and then to have my whole team and my whole country relying on me that was like way more than i could handle and so but you handled it thank you when you were coming into the past for the triple Mm -hmm. i did you see me trip? Yes. Like, I was like, yes. No, there was there was like clunky. one little no, there was like one little piece where you were like skating out and I was like we're like I did know so th- so you did then. Yeah, there was like one little It's a lot. It's a lot to like go for something. Did they like deduct no anything one... for that or did they no, notice? No, no, no. I don't think you could really tell unless like You were really looking cuz like I just got really yes. fucking nervous when that happened. Mm-hmm. Cuz I was like, "Oh fuck, girl." I was like, "You got this. It's okay." You know what else I loved about you in the Olympics? What? Was that thigh tape. Oh, you know, um the axle is not easy. The triple axel is not an easy jump, guys. So it takes a lot of force. And so I have to tape my adductor because it gets really tight. So what does that tape do? It just holds it in place so that the axel doesn't always go perfectly. And so, like, when it is off, like, my adductor just doesn't get, like, placed in the wrong place. It just holds it all together. Did you see The Cutting Edge? No. It's on Netflix, though, isn't it? I'm not stopping I'm right now, really Colin. Sorry, but, um, no, um, no, 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 no. This I is no, the, no, 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 no. This is so hard to watch. Uh, Mariah, this is. Um, Did you watch Ice Princess? I'm, we're not. I, that was a nice try, and I realize that you're really into <laughs> podcasting, and you think that you're really like you know in the driver's seat on this, and that's fine. But we're not gonna. We're gonna do a follow up question on uh, Cutting Edge. Okay. It is one of the most iconic films, not only figure skating films, but just films in general. It is the story of this Paris skater who cannot find the partner that she wants, and then this hockey player who basically gets you already too cheesy for me. A figure skater and a hockey skater. Is yeah. this Christy Yamaguchi yeah. right now? And then he and then he has to and then he has to become a figure skater. And there's this whole movie montage that's a toe pick. It's very major. And, it's not and, real life. At nationals, at nationals, there's a brother sister Paris team who get one of their skates stuck in the other one's later hose, and they're totally supposed to win. <laughs> but because they fall at nationals, it gets them in, and so they can do this really controversial move called the Pamchinko, which is essentially like your triple axel, <laughs> where you have to like wave the girl around. She goes like this, and she gets waved around it's honestly and like all the close-up like cutaways Lotus. you have to see the cutting edge okay. and and then once you see it like on the plane you'll be like 
Okay, I see what he's saying. Okay, so I'm going to, like, literally put a camera on myself for the entire movie and just... <laughs> I hate it the whole time. ...jaw drop, and I'll send you this hour-long clip of me just speechless because of what you made me watch. Because you love it. Maybe. I wonder if Adam and your teammates have ever seen it. I feel like they've all seen it, and you're the only one who hasn't. No. I watched Ice Princess, and I was mortified when I was, like... 13 years old. Because, Ice Princess like, ain't got shit because, on the cutting edge. Like, I've never even seen that bullshit movie, and I can tell you right here, right now. I mean, the cutting edge is like an Oscar winning movie. It's okay. critically, it's not at all, actually. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it didn't win Oscar, and, it's, and it probably is a really terrible and cheesy, and I got obsessed with it when I was yeah. six, which is why I think it's so great as an adult. You know, like when you get obsessed with it like, when you're little, you're like, that was the best thing ever. And then when you see it as an adult, you're like, oh, it really does suck. <laughs> So you're probably I right. I like Blades of Glory, though. Yeah, girl. That was really – actually, I, I loved it, too. <laughs> With that little Napoleon Dynamite baby and Will Ferrell. Yes. Um, what other – I've been saying vote for Mariah and all your wildest dreams will come true because, like, in Napoleon Dynamite, Pedro sets that. And, but then I've been like, maybe I shouldn't say that because, like, that references so many other things that's so wrong and weird. And, um, but then I'm usually like, vote for Ryan, all your wildest dreams will come true. Uh, that's from Napoleon Dynamite, by the way. Um, okay, I love that. And that's amazing. <laughs> and I think that that's a really good hashtag. I have a few more questions and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, and they're all figure skating. Of course. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, favorite figure skater of all time. <sighs> it could be pairs. It could be, it could be anything. Okay. Um, from ever. It's so hard to say because I like, as a person, like, I love skating so much that there's just, it's hard Who's your to, favorite jumper? Uh, jumper? You know what? Yuzuru Hanyu, like, he's, dang, dang, that, like, triple axel. He just does it out of nothing, and um, they're beautiful. Like, also, like, Patrick Chan. Um, Ugh, gorge. His skating makes my heart melt. Like, the way that they just, like... Are looking out. I feel like they're reading my soul and like. Thank God he won worlds. That really made me happy. It made me like really. I was like, yes, the King. Olympics and the team event too. He got his yeah. gold medal. Patrick Chin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I would. Do I, you know she, who no, I'm talking yeah, yeah, yeah. About. She got confused. She got confused for a second. I was thinking, <laughs> but, but didn't Patrick? But who's the boy? Nathan. Nathan, yeah. Yeah, but he's the one. He just won worlds. Yes. But he was the Nathan one who like is amazing too. Yeah, though. Yeah, I just because are they both their last names? They're Chin. Chin, yes. Wait, Patrick is Chan, and Nathan is a Chen. Those are close. Yes. Yeah, so I think we both get a pass for, like, okay. yeah. Let's, well, we'll, we'll slide it okay, on wait, the wait, table. Okay, wait, wait, And then, like, um, so um, who do you think is more controversial of the following uh, rivalries for mm-hmm. who won the gold? Nancy and Oksana, Tara and Michelle, Yevgenia and Alina. Whoa. Like, who do you think... Like, if you could reverse any of those decisions, like, because you think the rightful winner was, like, not the one who won, who would you say it would be? I don't want any daggers coming for me. No one's throwing daggers, but, girl. Um, and this is the very end of the podcast, and we'll probably be listening to this part anyway. Uh, I think that Alina won fair and square, and... Um, but do you think it's fair that you can just get all that 10-point extra, like, for after the last half? Like, don't you think the programs are... Because I personally think that her program isn't nice as nice to watch, because, like, all the jumps come at the end, so it just feels like I'm, like, bombarded. Like, it doesn't you know, feel balanced. Feel- the people in charge of the rules placed that rule, and she, she just played by the rules. So, like, she got a 10% vote. No, she Donald Trumped it. I get it. She, she worked the system. She, she worked, worked the system. It. Yeah. She nailed it. And Yevgenia had some jumps in the first half. And also, Yevgenia, like, won. Uh, they, like, tied 
in the long. Like they tied in the long, literally point for point, every single. Point, but like to she, the decimal point. because of her combo in the short, is what mm-hmm. put her over the top. I'm just gonna bring it back to me and say I'm happy for myself and my own performance. And those wins and medals, those are not my decisions. Um, I just live for the moment that I had and, like, being able to roar on ice. Um, oh, my God, that roar was so iconic. <laughs> Thank that you. roar was, like, the high point of fucking Pyeongchang, honey. Thank you. Yeah, okay, so that's cute. I like that answer. That's, like, like really yeah, diplomatic like things, and gorgeous. Things out of my control, I've learned to just... Sometimes you just have to, like, let it be. Who won in Torino? Shizuka Arakara. Yes, because yes. then baby Sasha got second. Yes, because Sasha fell. I can't remember her long state, but you know, you know what I do remember about Sasha is like the prettiest layback spin ever. Yes. Like really pretty layback spin. Yes. I feel she like she was like the most flexible girl out there. Like she came out with the best spiral, and that's why my layback is so good because I watch Sasha Cohen's and and I was like, girl, I guess I got to get my leg over my head. You know now. what you have that's like really pretty that I'm obsessed with because your back is so flexible is your Spielman spin. My Spielman spin, so, Spielman, Spielman, whatever. Yes. Isn't it funny that in cheerleading they call it the scorpion? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a scorpion. Beelman spin. Yes. She had a really major perm in the 80s. Yeah. Like she had like a really like boxy little short perm. Yeah, that little perm. That haircut? Yeah, and there was this other (laughs) Russian gymnast who had like a similar haircut and perm who was like the Mm -hmm. 1988 uh, Olympic champion. And she had like a really boxy short perm. And it was amazing how like in that era you could have like a 20 year old girl like look 45 because of those haircuts. Uh, No, it it was the video quality. Grainy. (laughs) <laughs> You're so diplomatic. I love that about you. <laughs> um, so basically, we're not sure if we're coming back. We're just really focusing on Dancing with the Stars right now. We're focusing yeah. on podcasts. Telly, maybe you'll feel like throwing a triple axle double toe. You know what? Maybe I, you won't. We'll just um, see how it goes. I love doing interviews. I want to interview people. And, um, you know, commentating, I'm not sure about because I'm like like you just saw. I'm really bad at shit-talking people. I like to be diplomatic. But I want – I like – that I've been given my opportunity to tell my story and I want to help other people tell their story and I think that I feel like I'm a friendly face. If I could be given that opportunity, that would be my life dream. Also, too, to go back to what which I'm obsessed with and I think you should follow your dream and do whatever you want because you're amazing to talk to and I think that you would be amazing as, 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 you know, getting into interviewing in journalism. But just to clarify what I was asking, I don't want you to talk shit about those medals and who was one. I was just thinking, and it's probably the, it's um it's this term that I just learned called like wrong friend. When someone asks wrong you a question, friend, you're yeah. like, it's like if your like parent passed away or something and then your friend calls you to bitch about their mom and you're like, mm, I'm the wrong friend for you to be telling this to right now. Like wrong Ooh. friend, hang up, call the next person, wrong okay. friend. So I probably oh just God, wrong Jonathan. friended you asking you that question because more of what I was trying to get at was like as a fan like Mm -hmm. not as a skater yourself like not like you've ever met because obviously you've probably met all six of those people and you've worked with them but like if you saw it like as a fan like which would be the like because I don't want you to like shit talk I was just thinking as like someone who like is not a skater I think that the biggest lesson that I've learned is like leave everybody's jobs to whoever is in charge of that job so like I'm not in charge of judging like I love performing and skating but I will never be interested in judging because like that is just not for me like even at Worlds um, like yeah 10th place wasn't what I was thinking I was gonna get but like I was so happy with how I skated in the long because like that was a long season for me and to what year was that this past year like this past Worlds like like 17 
2018. 18. March. Yes. You went to World, you skated at Worlds this year? Yeah. I thought you skipped it. No, no. I was like, I'm going. And then I didn't want to go, but I had committed myself and like I had trained this whole season. So I went and some of my calls uh, were questionable. I will say that. But at the same time, like I skated, you know, and I was happy with it. And that's all I can control. And everything else, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. That's it. Like, I'm happy with how I did, and that's all I could control. And, like, accept it, girl. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, because that's really – I mean, my student brain gets curious about, like, how the judging works and why it works like that. And, like, yeah. Yeah. Don't analyze it. Just take it and run with it. Well, that's, like, as an athlete. But for me over here who, like, couldn't do a single fucking toe loop if you held a gun to my head (laughs) will analyze and will think about it because that's what makes people want to watch figure skating. Without people analyzing it and, like, being curious about all the questions that I just asked you related, there's no, like – that we want people asking those questions so that's that we want to watch. That's but for true. you as someone who's in the thick of it, I wrong-friended you with that question. And you're, that's okay. You're the type of person who brings scandals out to light and makes sure that wrongs become rights. And I'm just over here like, it is what it is. I'll take it. Which I love that. Maybe I need to be more like you and like question everything. No, I just, you know, no. I question myself all the time. I think that you're like, I'm literally uh, so obsessed with you. Like, I can't handle it. Like, I like just want to spend all the time yeah, with you. I and... want your mom to make me a quilt. <gasps> she probably would. She, I think that quilt took like eight hours a day, like every Sunday and Monday for like three months. But she yeah. really sorted that out. How did she get like... All the pictures? Yeah. Um, um, well, I like sent like her the pictures that I wanted. And then she <laughs> printed them out at a t-shirt store. And then she, like, <laughs> made a quilt out of them. She's so major, my mom. I'm, I'm so obsessed oh with her. Um, so, Mariah, so uh, people will definitely be wondering if you're Dancing with the Stars. We're going to insta story that. Is there anything else you want to say or you want the children to know on Getting Curious? Uh, um, you know what? I am so grateful for this opportunity to be on Dancing with the Stars. And I can't wait to see what else I get because, like, as an Asian American, I feel like we're really underrepresented in the TV industry. And growing up, I didn't have shows like Fresh Off the Boat to watch. And and I watch – I mean, I love Emma Stone, but um, her role in Aloha as an mm. Asian was really hard to accept because, like, we want those Asians out there. And so – well, I do. So to represent the community and hopefully to have America vote for me and to um, – support my ballroom dancing as much as they've supported my skating. I hope that really happens, and I I really just want to represent and do us justice. Well, I think that you are majorly, and also your spirit and your determination and your work ethic and everything that you that your career stood for and everything that you're continuing to stand for, I think is so inspiring um, for not only Asian Americans, but just everyone. Like, you are Thank just you. such an inspiring person, and you've brought so many people so much joy, and I'm just so grateful that you came in and talked to us. Thank you for having me. Love you to pieces. Love you already, too. And I'm totally cutting your hair. Good. Well, trimming it. I, I, I like it long, but... The hairstylist at Dancing with the Stars told me I need to cut off a good two inches and that it was dead. Well, I would never touch your hair like that, so I guess that's mm-hmm. why I'll be cutting it, not her. Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll see you next time on Getting Curious. Thank you. You've been listening to Getting Curious with me, Jonathan Vaness, and my guest this week is gorgeous Morai Nagasu. You'll find links to Morai's social media on the episode description of whatever you're listening to the show on. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JVN. Our theme music is Freak by Quinn. Thank you so much to her for letting us use it. 
And, you know, if you like getting curious, we're living for your reviews. You're really doing the most. We appreciate them so much. Tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your mom, tell everybody. Because you know how, like, I live for a charting moment? It turns out the iTunes charts are also based on how many new people are setting up for your podcast. So tell your friends. If your friends, like, don't know how to get to podcasts, just get the phone, show them how to do it. Because people, like, don't know how to get to the podcast. But actually, it's, like, already on your phone. So just show your friends how to do it. Get them to subscribe. Because podcasting is a whole world where you can expand your brain and learn about every topic under the sun in a way that is really kind of unlike other mediums because it's audio only and it's really really so cool so please tell your friends to get involved getting curious living life loving you guys thanks for listening we'll see you next time i also brought my medal for you to oh like my god i can't handle you brought the medal i did oh my god i can't handle that <laughs> i wasn't ready for that i've never seen one Hey